millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. NobleGoldInvestments.com. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. All right. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Nick Moseter here. We should be live. I'll have to double check on Rumble just to make sure. But uh, we've got a very, very important show today. We've got the amazing Liz Harris on. Uh, of course, you remember her. She doesn't really need an introduction. The canvassing queen, you may remember her for her efforts uh, regarding the Arizona election audit. Or maybe you remember um, her as a state legislator who the swamp in Arizona expelled for simply giving a platform to somebody at a committee meeting. Um, But she's here today to discuss something very important. And uh, this is for all of you that care about free and fair elections, especially if you live in Arizona. And, uh, you know, I kind of got the background of this. You know, no more than an hour ago. So I've been trying to do my research, but I think what would be best is to give Liz the floor and give us the rundown and tell us what's going on and what we can do about it. So, Liz, 
Uh, if you want to just go ahead and take it away, you can have the floor as long as you want, and then maybe I'll ask some uh, questions afterwards. Thank you so much, Nick, and thank you for letting me present. So I have goosebumps right now because this is very exciting news. This past Saturday, the Maricopa County Republican Committee passed a resolution. And in this resolution, it's asking our state GOP chair, Jeff DeWitt, to please do the following. So I'm going to try to lay this out so it's simple. In Arizona, we have something called a presidential preference election. Not every state does it. But understand that in Arizona, we have our primary in August. So that doesn't really give us a lot of time to know, like when it comes to a big role like president of the United States, doesn't give us a lot of time to know who the people are behind. So we have something called a presidential preference election in March of 2024 coming coming up. Now, realize that there are a whole bunch of states that do their primary March 5th of 2024. Uh, they all call them, you know, and they have their Super Tuesdays way in advance of the general election. So, again, here in Arizona, we do something called the presidential preference election. So in this resolution that the Maricopa County Chair, Craig Berland, um, basically drew up and presented to Uh, 30 of us on Saturday morning, it basically said, let's take this presidential preference election and make it no machines, hand counts, one day, one vote, no mail-in ballots, like a great test run. Now, understand this is not a statutory election, so we don't necessarily have to follow statutes, but of course we want to do it so it's fair. Now, because it is a partisan election, the Democrats can have a prefer, uh, presidential preference election and the Republicans can have a presidential preference election. Also understand that independents do not vote in this in the state of Arizona. So it is a Republican statewide election. So we learned recently that we can have the state chair tell the government, which would be Secretary of State Adrian Fontes and county recorders like Stephen Richer. We don't need the government to run this election. We can run it ourselves. But here's the caveat. Jeff DeWitt, AZ GOP chair, Jeff DeWitt would need to make this decision by by this Friday, September 1st at 5 p.m. That, Nick, is why I was so anxious to get on with you. Because what we really need to do right now is beg and plead Jeff DeWitt. And we have 82 members on the Arizona GOP that are going to be voting on this pretty soon. So what they're voting on is just to let the state know by this Friday that we want to do this our election ourselves. Now, you got to understand that we've learned that, unfortunately, Jeff DeWitt leans with the establishment folks, not these grassroots patriots. A lot of us, when we put him in as chair, not me, but a lot of us thought, you know, Jeff DeWitt, he was, you know, he's a Trump guy and he's going to do us great things. Well, now Jeff DeWitt and the Arizona GOP establishment people are are giving us all this feedback, like this is going to cost $13 million or if we do this, the RNC is going to be pull our state delegates or uh, this is not going to allow the overseas military an opportunity to vote. They're giving us so many reasons that this can't be done. So my assertion is, yes, it can be done. It's not going to be 13 million dollars. Probably a couple hundred thousand dollars, because who are we going to have as the counters? We're going to have volunteers. This is Republican. We don't need Democrats in to check our work. Um, I want the establishment Republicans to come in and check the work and to be counters and to be involved. This, I believe, is what's going to help, you know, this in in party fighting that they claim we have. This would be an example, and I, and I mentioned this to the treasurer of the AZGOP, Elijah Norton. I said, you know, you want to talk about bringing the party together. Not only could this bring us all under the same tent, but if the AZGOP wants to start raising money again, 
Just get the word out that the state of Arizona is going to do a statewide election this March, one day, one vote, paper ballots, no machines, smaller precincts, strong voter ID, etc. And um, and I'm going to tell you right now, the money would probably flood into the AZGOP because the reason a lot of people are not donating to the Republican Party or the RNC or the AZGOP is because Republicans know that we do not have the rightful president in place. We do not have the rightful governor in Arizona in place. So let's make a change. Let's have an election that will be free, fair, honest. Um, I'm a, a very strong believer that if we allow the state to run it, that the numbers are going to be different than if we were to run it. And the reason I, I am very bold in saying this is because now I'm, I'm kind of going a tiny bit off topic, but I need you to follow me here because this is really important. When I was looking at the Republican data in 2021, I saw that a lot of my friends, because we're in sales, a lot of my friends are independent or party not disclosed. And But I know they're right-leaning Republicans. And I said to them, you know, there's a check mark that you voted in the Democrat presidential preference election. So I said this, I found a dozen and their spouses. And I went to them and I said, did you vote in the presidential preference? And they're like, heck no. So how did our Republican database get all these independents? By the way, I already mentioned independents aren't supposed to be voting in a presidential preference election. Like right there, I saw the data in front of my own eyes that was not correct. So I had a colleague run who actually I run the Democrat files versus the Republican files. And we found a discrepancy of 121,000 files in the Democrat presidential preference election of March of 2020. That's that's huge right there. But is anybody going to do it? No, because any going to do anything with it? No, because it's a partisan election. It wasn't a primary. It wasn't a general. But when I was doing the canvassing, I found that and I, I knew right away they even tinker with a presidential preference election. So, so the call to action for everyone who's listening to please encourage Chair Jeff DeWitt and I, um, Nick, I sent you a list of a whole bunch of people on the AZGOP um, board that are going to be voting within the next 24 or so hours, call out to them and say, please, 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 you get this passed, I'll send you $5. I'll send you $10. And and uh, before we go any further, all yeah. of their contact info, that link that you sent me, I put it as the top link in the description of this live stream. So you guys can just click that description button, find the first link, and go straight to uh, find your uh, GOP. What is it? What are they? Representatives, delegates? They're they're um, they're either members at large or they're on the executive board of the Arizona GOP. Nick, okay. can you understand why I'm so excited? His, can you understand why I'm so excited? This would be a statewide, no machine, paper ballot, hand count election. Yeah, yeah, it's music to my ears too. So what you're saying is send them emails, <laughs> bribing them with cash <laughs> to vote the way we want. <laughs> it's not a bribe. It's that they're yeah. saying that we don't have the money to do this. Right, right. Yeah, they're, so it, it's kind of ironic because Jeff DeWitt, the GOP chair, he's, he's saying that this is going to cost you know tens, tens of millions of dollars, which is absolutely ridiculous. And this is different because if... If you guys take control of your own election, that means you have to foot the bill, where, whereas it would otherwise be paid for with uh, taxpayer dollars. So Jeff DeWitt, like one of his main contentions here, is that the GOP is already struggling for cash. And if we have to pay for our own election, that's just going to hurt us further. And we're going to have less money to put into the general election. Well, as Liz Harris already pointed out, part of the reason why people aren't donating to the GOP is because they're feckless cowards that just sit back idly and allow elections to be rigged and don't do anything about it. So if they actually take charge 
and give the power back to the people and secure the election. And, and uh, I, I think that, like you said, the money would be coming in tenfold. I mean, I don't live in Arizona, but I would happily contribute to you know these people that vote in the right direction. This would be such a monumental thing because they they they've tried to give us these talking points for so long that it would be too expensive, it would be less secure, it would be um, it would take too long, and we have an opportunity to run a statewide election on hand counted paper ballots in person at the precinct level, right, and have the safest, most securest transparent election in american history and just stick it to all these people and then what does that say to you know uh whenever somebody tries to say that this isn't feasible it's not possible it's too expensive we have an actual data point to show them no it's actually been done and everything that you're saying is false so that's why this is so important and it's so interesting i had no idea that this could be done but it's perfectly legal According to Arizona state law, and I actually read before the show that something like this was done in uh, 2000, right, where the, the, the GOP took uh, control from, you know, instead of having the election run by the state, they ran their own. Although I don't think that they changed so many uh, rules. And All right. So in 2020, this is a really interesting point. What the Arizona GOP did is they said Trump is the incumbent. Uh, we like the job he's doing. We're going to make him the nominee automatically. So, and that we were going to save money, that the Republican Party was going to save money. Now, all of a sudden, they're kind of telling us, oh, no, no, no. If we turn it to the state, the taxpayers fund it. I'm not too sure. I'm trying to get it. Um, I've asked the question in 2016 when the Republicans ran the presidential preference election, who paid for it? Now, the primary in general, yes, that's always taxpayer money. But the presidential preference, I have a belief, I'm pretty certain that the party pays for it, regardless of whether we do it or the state does it. But we're getting some flack on that. But again, yeah. in 2020, the Republican Party saved money because we just we, we put Trump in that role. And right. Trump really didn't have many contenders back in 2020. Right, and they're they're calling this a contested election, um, which I really don't see how it is. I mean, because Trump is ahead 50, Dude, 60 percent. what do you mean? DeSantis, he's making a comeback, like Rocky. He's going to come yeah, back. Yeah, right. He, he's going to make up these 40-point deficits. Yeah, but I, even though I don't think it's a contested Wait, election. I'm late here, so I don't exactly know what we're talking about. But what is this presidential preference election? What's the difference between that and just a primary because I already explained it really simple is that the Arizona primary is in August. It's right before the general. So to kind of, it's straw poll is too loose of a term or too, you know, but consider it a, a, like a really strong and valid straw poll to give the party direction on which president can't presidential candidate to consider that that's the best way I could explain it. And it's okay. not a statutory election. So we can kind of, you know, we want to follow the rules. We want the overseas military to vote in it. There's Where there's a will, there's a way. And when I was down at the legislature and I had my 11, I had 12 election integrity bills, 11 of them uh, actually passed committee and were ready to be voted on before they expelled me. And I was dealing with so much pressure that we can't find the people. We can't count that many ovals. We can't afford it. We can't, we can't, we can't. This, this will also show to our state legislators it can be done. And maybe, maybe if they get election and real election integrity reform, you know, drafted, everything's got to be put in the hopper by January. But if they can get this stuff in the hopper and then wait to see our results and how well we do on this presidential preference election, again, busy just so that we catch you up. Our county chair has to withdraw from the state running this election by this Friday. And that would bring the power of we the people to actually run it. It would, it would bring the power to us. Yeah. So that's why this is an urgent situation. So once again, like if the state legislators have really good one day, one vote stuff 
you know, drafted and in the hopper, ready to go, let it go through committees and then watch to see what happens March 5th or whatever day in March we have it. I'm not sure if it's March 5th. It's a Tuesday in March. And then once we prove it could be done, get get it all passed through the because we still have a 31 majority. We have a one person or 31 majority in the Republican Party. We can get through now their argument is going to be, well, Katie Hobbs won't sign it. Here's the bottom line. They can work magic. A lot of them are uniparty. They can get Katie Hobbs to do anything they want as long as they give her something she wants. So find what Katie Hobbs wants really bad and trade her. I know I'm kind of living like in a utopian world here. Yeah, that Um, does sound utopian. Well, it does. But Katie Hobbs and the Democrats were vehemently appealed to repealing the rental tax. And on the last day of session, the Republicans got them to do it. It's it. So it, it it can happen. I'm saying miracles can be worked. Regardless, I just think that we have a massive opportunity here. And, you know, this guy, Jeff DeWitt, like, honestly, he's he's a, a great disappointment to me. And I think a lot of people out there, as you said, he was Trump endorsed. He was Kerry Lake endorsed. And that's not uh, I mean, we, we know how um, it sometimes it's difficult to vet people until they get in there and you see their true colors. This was one of those cases. This guy is, um, you know, seemed kind of like a rhino. But at the same time, uh, reading some of his comments about this resolution, he's critical of it. He says it. he thinks it's a, a publicity stunt. It's going to cost too much. But then he said that he's going to actually um, kind of hear them out and the logistics of things and see what the plan is and see if it's actually feasible. Is that correct? Because he kind of sounded open-minded. And I think I pulled that from an article that I read. That's correct. So within the next 24 hours to 48 hours, because, again, uh, Friday the 1st is right around the corner. So Jeff DeWitt and the AZ GOP body is supposed to hear, um, I believe it's going to be Shelby Bush from We the People Alliance making the presentation to them. Um, Here's the plan. But what's important is the plan can always be tweaked. What the people are really voting on is whether or not Jeff DeWitt is going to tell the state by the 5 p.m. deadline on Friday that we're going to run it and we're going to withdraw from the state doing it for us. And and for those of you guys that are actually going to take the call to action, get the contact info and, you know, contact these people and uh, give them a piece of your mind how you feel about how they should vote on this, you know, peacefully and patriotically, of course. Uh, let's, you know, just to remind everybody... These people that oppose this have absolutely no leg to stand on. If you want to sit there and tell me that the way the state has run elections is free, fair, secure, or transparent, I mean, we the in the 2022 election, and by the way, this resolution just lays out point by point how the state has completely, utterly failed to conduct elections. Um, you know, in 2022, we saw how they failed to perform signature verification uh, per Arizona statute, you know, verifying signatures in under two seconds. Uh, they didn't keep proper chain of custody. 50% of the machines failed. There was massive voter disenfranchisement. Uh, so many different things. And the, the the lack of transparency. I mean, Carrie Lake's got a lawsuit right now with Maricopa County because they're refusing to turn over the publicly uh, the, the, the public records of the signatures from the 2022 election. So these people have no leg to stand on. They, they've given us zero reason to trust them that they can run a free, fair, and honest election. And so at this point, it's like, how could these people look you in the face and say that, you know, going with this alternative route is going to be l- less secure or more costly? Because you're, <laughs> you're, you're, the, the amount of scrutiny after an election and the amount of lawsuits, they... They sanction these attorneys for filing frivolous lawsuits and wasting taxpayer money fighting these lawsuits and blah, 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 blah. All the money that they incur from the amount of uh, election challenges after the fact <laughs> and the amount of money that it costs to uh, pay for these Dominion machines, 
I don't see how it could possibly be more expensive to print out a piece of paper than to give a million dollar contracts to Dominion every couple of years, you know, and send out mail in ballots by the millions, wow. paying for postage and, and then, transportation. Then if Cyber Ninjas just touches the machines, they gotta replace them with new ones because they they manipulated with the machines in the source code. Right. I know, so, so I spoke to the Arizona GOP treasurer yesterday, Elijah Norton. I mean, I supported him for treasurer for AZ GOP. And I said to him, I said, you know what, Elijah? Now, Elijah ran for U.S. Congress against David Schweikert, who had great name recognition. But I said to Elijah, I said, don't you think that, like, even if it costs $13 million, which it's not going to cost a fraction of $13 million, but even if it costs $13 million, would that not be worth it to set a precedent on honest, safe, and secure elections for the country to follow state by state, county by county? Would that not be worth um, $13 million? Now, I just want to let you know, Elijah, he's a younger gentleman, but he's self-made. I mean, he he had, he started a company when he was young with X amount of dollars. He's quite wealthy. So, I mean, he could potentially have a chance of being U.S. congressman. Because anyway, my personal opinion is that a lot of the state and federal legislators, as more of this Hunter Biden stuff unrolls, reveals itself, I think there's going to be a lot more coming down the, the, the pipe or the whatever you want to call it. There's a lot more coming down the road, and I don't think a lot of these elected have a chance to win if we actually do one day one vote in in person voting. The only way these um, less than honest people are going to stay in office is if we continue to use machines and we continue the mail-in ballots and we continue the insertion of stuff into drop boxes and the switching of ballots. I mean, at this point, I've been at this almost three years. Every single day, I fall asleep thinking about this. I wake up thinking about this. We've got problems, not just in the state of Arizona, but throughout the country. And it's just which states are going to be targeted in which elections. Yeah, absolutely. We really commend commend Liz Harris for for just continuing to fight despite all obstacles and all the pushback and being being expelled by the swamp in Arizona despite the fact that she was elected by the people you know they usurped the will of the people to get you out of office that's how hard you've been fighting so that's that's a you I'm pretty sure you've been banned off of social media as well and despite all obstacles just continue to fight i would not know about this resolution if it weren't for Liz Harris just just contacting me, hey, can we come on the show? And uh, so I'm really, really happy we could get this message out there and hopefully get some people to blow these people's emails and phones up because the clock is ticking. I mean, that Friday deadline, that's the deadline, but they're, they're probably going to take the vote sooner than that. And so we really don't have a lot of time for you guys to make your voices heard, but um, we have enough time. So take the contact info from down below. And uh, and please use it. And uh, by, by the way, I, I can't get over this $10 million figure, the $13 million or whatever, especially after I saw a guy on Twitter just give a breakdown of how much it would actually cost. And like you said, it's like a, a complete and total fabrication this would cost $10 million because he said, you know, with, with printing costs, we're, we're estimating somewhere maybe less than 500,000 people voting in this election statewide. That the turnout is typically one third would be like really good turnout. So you're talking about maybe two cents per ballot for five hundred thousand people. That's what ten ten thousand dollars. Yeah. And what's the other cost? Is uh, you know, getting space. This space, if we had to pay a location, because we really want to localize the voting. And I, I don't think you know, I had I had legislation that I was trying to get through on. You know, mandating if it's a public facility that they have to allow us to vote. If it's a tax, like schools, libraries, fire stations. Uh, anyway, th that obviously did not pass. That kind of died with my expulsion. But, um, yeah, it would be for locations. Um, and then for the counting and the running of this, I mean, this is going to be volunteer driven. 
I can tell you right now, we've got people lining up ready to count. I get a text message every day from multiple people. Liz, we're there to count. Just let us know, what, you know, when, where, training, we're there. So, so let's say you had 150 locations. How much would each of those cost? So we, I would actually ask, I would want um, 1,200 locations because there's 1,200 precincts throughout the state. So it would be a single day's rental. I don't, it, it really depends on if it's in a strip mall and it's, you know, A property versus C property. They have different classifications on commercial. So um, I, w- I would probably go with the less expensive B or C property, meaning it just rents for less for, per square feet foot. But, I mean, I think a lot of these locations would be donated to us by just good American patriots. Um, and then, let's say, of the 1,200, we had to pay for 100, 500 for the day. So 500, what I say, times 100, that's 50,000 there. Um, I do kind of like um, the Mark, Mark Cook and Cook, I think it was Cook County, Texas, or somewhere in Texas where they had that, that counter under a camera. Um, we did get pricing on those. That would be $100 a pop, but that would be something we could use continually for the camera and the counting device. The issue there is potential supply chain issues. So we've researched this. Um, There's so many ways we can do this. And then we can make decisions based on our fundraising. The money's there. I mean, I I wanted to say to the treasurer, Elijah Norton, why don't you just chip in a little? (laughs) But, But they're saying, listen to this. They're saying that the reason that the AZGOP is not raising any money it's because of all the infighting. And I'm like, no, that's not the reason. It's not the reason. The reason is because the AZGOP, after they declared Katie Hobbs the governor, the AZGOP literally told us, stay home, do not go down to the Capitol, do not go down and express our opinions. Several hundred of us went anyway, but you know, everyone was afraid of what happened, uh, J6. And it's like they're just giving us, in my humble opinion, bad advice. Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill which may never exist. But believe it or not, I may have found the next best thing. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviewers can't be wrong. Simply place your order now to get 51% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com. www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. 
Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting modes, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com fighterflare.com all the time they, they want to silence us wait they yeah. said don't go to the capitol in arizona yes they did and i'll tell you who told us not to go to the capitol Please. kelly ward um unfortunately charlie kirk of turning point usa um carrie lake was not vocal on it but there was something in writing that said um, we have a really good chance of overturning Abe Hamaday's election. So you're going, literally, you're going to upset the judges if you actually go down to the Capitol. I mean, this is in writing. Yeah, this and was public statements benefit, that they made. What was that? These these were public statements that they made, I remember. Yeah, and it, they were coming down from the RNC. So hmm. if you want to save uh, Abe Hamaday, not Carrie Lake, but if you want to save Abe Hamaday, don't show up. So, again, the first day, this was Black Friday, the day after Thanksgiving, um, a couple hundred of us showed up. And then we were going every day and people just petered out. And then before you know it, like, we're like, all right, and we stopped showing up because we and a lot of people didn't know that people were showing up because we had really big names telling people not to go. It was very sad. Yep. So that that goes back to what you said about why people Wait. aren't aren't contributing to the GOP. Well, it, I, so maybe you did upset the Supreme Court judges because they refused to hear the case. You know, they, they saw you guys outside and said, "Nah, hey, you're getting no justice." No, I think the I think the judges are. Um, I think they're. I think they're influenced by other factors. You know what I think it has a lot to do with? The way the statutes are written in Arizona around challenging elections. I mean, this stupid thing about how you have a five-day window, this this standard of evidence of uh, clear and convincing. And, you know, like I could could sit there and show you that the election was rigged and throw 500,000 ballots into question, and we have no idea who the winner is. But unless you can show me that it was intentionally rigged, unless you got a text from Stephen Richer where he said, hey, I'm going to rig the election for Katie Hobbs. Well, you have failed to show intent, so all that other stuff doesn't matter. It just doesn't fit within this. Yeah. And that's how the it statutes... Doesn't, it doesn't matter that over 200,000 signatures are verified in less than three seconds. Yeah. It doesn't matter that you just see people scrolling through these pages, but your, well, point, about, your point about these statutes and the way they're written, uh, you know, for example... Uh, this every time a county goes, we're going to withhold certification until we get answers. A letter comes in from some prosecutor. We're going to sue you if you don't continue on with uh, certification. So sue stuff or like that. arrest the his or it's, arrest it's, them. Yeah, or arrest them. And it's weird because why is there a certification process if you can't withhold certification until further notice? Why does it? Why does the process exist? Are they just human conveyor belts? Just approve everything as they go. It's the same thing with Mike Pence. It's just a ceremonial role. It's just something we do for you know entertainment, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Why? Why does the the guy at the wedding? Are they called priest? What are they called? The guy that does the wedding, the officiant. Oh, the officiant. Why do they say? Oh, if you have a problem with this wedding. Say it now or forever hold your peace. Why is there this concept that 
if, if you have a problem right now with this wedding, say it. Because if someone were to say it, maybe the wedding wouldn't go through. So if if there was an issue with the election, maybe certification shouldn't go through. Correct. And um, Nick Bahizzi, I want to let you both know that in the 12 election reform bills I had, one of them, now it, I the help, the assistance I got with it came from someone on the Cary Lake war, team, war Room team. It was actually legislation to expand that challenge period and to allow discovery. We had one, again, I don't like to call them my bills because they're really the people's bills, but one of the bills that I put in was to address how the judges ruled on these cases. And that was one that we had an attorney like from far up north come down and testify to at the um, committee hearing and said, this is a great bill. This is wonderful. This addresses a lot of the issues with the election challenges. And again, what happened to that bill? They killed Liz Harris and they killed the bill. So um, it's still, I mean, it still exists. It's still in writing. It can still happen next session. We just need, um, we just really need good legislators. And that's, I I don't want to go off onto into too many tangents, but I'm, my personal opinion is that 90% of the Republicans here in the state of Arizona should be primaried. But again, if we're going to have these machines and the mail-in ballots, you know, what good does a pri- what good is a primary? But if we did go to the one day one vote, we really need uh, I'm just going to remind everyone, Arizona is a citizens legislature. We need to get all these career politicians out and we need to get in now I'm saying you're going to need to be above average intelligence because all the information you get when you become a legislator, it's like drinking out of a fire hydrant. So you got to really be either above average intelligence or just so well-rounded in government policy. But anyway, my point is, is we got to get these career politicians out because many of them, there's too much deal making. There's too much allegiance to lobbyists and special interest group. And again, I got to see it behind closed doors with them. We just, I, I, I this is going to sound really uh, narcissistic, but we need more Liz Harris's down there. There's too oh, much- I agree. I agree. Yeah. It ain't narcissistic at all. Wait, <laughs> I have a question. Uh, what do you think about this Ben Thomas thing? Apparently, I don't know if it's his brother or brother-in-law. Uh, he has a company that just bought a large stake. Where I think they're the majority stakeholder in Runback. What do you think about that? Um, I think it's something that was actually brought up by Kerry Lake in December and January of this past year. Um, and it's really something that needs to be looked at. Now, I called Representative Joseph Chaplick to let him know about it in January when I knew more about it after Carrie Lake had tweeted about it. And Joseph Chaplick was kind of like, well, I don't know what to do. And then the next thing I know, uh, Speaker of the House Ben Thomas calling me and he goes, Liz, this post, it's wrong. And I said, well, I know it says that you have sons, but you don't have any sons. You have daughters. He said, yeah. And he said, I do not stand to to lose one penny. Again, this is Speaker of the House, Ben Toma. I do not stand to lose one penny if Runbeck goes under. I said, all right, well, thank you for letting me know. And then he said that he had to correct the situation with uh, Wendy Rogers next and that he was going to call Wendy Rogers next. I don't know if I have a recording of that conversation. It would be interesting if I did. But Ben Toma was affected by that tweet that went out. Like he, he had to set the record straight. Now, I'm going to tell you something that is not public information. And at this point, I don't care. There was someone that made an offer to buy Runbeck many months ago. And he was told, sorry, Runbeck is not for sale. And now we have Black Mountain Investment, which is um, Mahai Toma, Ben Toma's brother, and a stakeholder um, basically assume a lot, according to the news, they assumed a large stake in Runbeck election systems. So, yeah, to me, that sounds like a major conflict of interest. And you want to know what I heard? 
well, isn't it better that a Republican bought it versus George Soros? I actually agree, to be honest. Look, if Ben Thomas no. could just reach out to his brother. If he, hold on, hear me out. If he could just reach out to his brother, run back, runs things in Fulton County, he could just print some Republican ballots, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but the big lesson that all of us should be going through right now is what is a true grassroots, patriotic, conservative, not conservative, maybe, but a constitutional Republican versus the establishment. Now, a lot of people say the establishment and rhino, like they always say rhino. The reason I can't say rhino is because that means their voting record would mean they vote with the left. But instead, what happens is it's a uniparty. The Republicans go behind closed doors. They make deals with the Democrats. Here's what we're going to give you. And then, unfortunately, I find that more Republicans side with the Democrats than Democrats side with Republicans. Now, here, here, this is a really valuable thing that I'm going to tell you. After I got expelled, U.S. Congressman Stephen King, who he didn't get expelled, but he pretty much got thrown out after being almost a U.S. congressman for two decades. And what he explained to me is that the, the establishment Republicans like Democrats more than they like conservative Republicans. Are you following me on that? Yeah, they, I left my door would, unlocked. Sorry, they, I, gotta, I gotta take him out of here. Okay, that they would rather have the Democrats in than the conservative. I mean, that right there—it's—it's it's a uniparty, Bahizi. Are we just gonna ignore the fact that Nick Mosheter just kidnapped someone's baby? No, that was his host- baby. No, no, I, he doesn't have a baby. He—he's kidnapping someone's son and keeping him hostage. Wow, absolute insanity. No, Nick has a baby. So what, what would you classify Ben Tama? Full-on establishment? Ben Toma 100% is an establishment Republican. All of the guys who um, expelled me, they're, they're establishment. I'm not just saying it because they expelled me. They were not behind Wait. election integrity measures. Oh, oh, so it wasn't every Republican that expelled. Oh, the Republicans joined forces with the Democrats. But and Bahizi, did you know this? And, and Nick, did you know that we have? Okay, so it was a resolution to expel Liz Harris, and the number they used it was House Resolution two thousand three. It's the same number they used to expel the last House member on trumped up charges as well. And it's funny, so that when you Google HB two zero zero three, you can see all the all the Republicans that were expelled. Okay, so. They had to basically a bill. You need a sponsor and you need you have an option of having co-sponsors with this House resolution to expel me. There was no sponsor and it was four co-sponsors. And would you believe it? But the four co-sponsors on the resolution to expel me, none of them were Democrats. They were all Republicans. It was Ben Toma, um, Speaker Pro Tem, Travis Grantham. Uh, uh, Majority Whip Teresa Martinez and Majority Leader Leo Biasucci. They're the four that voted to expel me or that co-sponsored the resolution and then 18 Republicans in total um, actually expelled me. It happened on April 12th. I'm still grieving with a smile. And then the majority of the other Republicans who voted um, to keep me, they're out there bad-mouthing me. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's a long story, but they're not even really supportive of me, which is just really interesting. And it, again, it's because my expulsion got a lot of publicity. And the only thing I can think is that they really don't want me to run again. That's it. And I'm not. I'm not running for anything. They got their wish. Yeah, I think a lot of them are just cowards and they didn't want the flack. They didn't want the, the target to be on their own back. Um, I saw like, you know, Wendy Rogers put out a statement. I don't condone or endorse the, you know, what Liz Harris did. Wendy, Wendy's the fakest person. I'm sorry if you're personal friends with her, but she is so fake. I mean, Nick, you remember that time she pretended to be Trump on Twitter? Yeah, but 
most recently, she was, trying to do the, she was trying to do the mean tweets thing that Trump did. Yeah, and most recently, you know, Wendy, she has subpoena power all this time, right? That Carrie Lake is in a lawsuit battling for the, uh, you know, over the signatures from the mail-in ballots. Wendy Rogers submitted a public records request and was like, look at me, look at me. Meanwhile, she has the power to subpoena those, and the whole obstruction for Maricopa County wouldn't even be an issue if she just used that power. But, and, and saying that we got the routers, we got the routers, yeah, she lost me. With all that, because that deal between uh, Karen Fan and Maricopa County was total BS. She covered for her. And there's a lot of people in Arizona, legislators, that are are sort of um, just just really good at pulling the wool over people's eyes and getting those donations rolling in. And that's all, that's all that it is. Because when push comes to shove, when the rubber meets the road, they're not willing to do anything drastic. I think the most drastic thing that was ever done by an Arizona legislator was when uh, Karen Finn subpoenaed Maricopa County in the first place after the 2020 election. Because after that, it was kind of like, okay, we're in over our heads, and we don't actually want to... They're defying the subpoena, and we could hold them accountable, but you know, we don't want to do that because they're our buddies. Um, well, you got to remember Paul Boyer and... The scapegoat. The scapegoat. That's all he was, is a scapegoat. Hey, right, but if they couldn't get enough votes, then, you know, what was Boyer going to do? So what's the excuse now with Wendy Rogers and not issuing a subpoena? You know, what, what's the excuse now? You got Warren Peterson, the uh, Senate hey, president. Hey, she's busy. She's busy dealing with the heat wave. Right. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Well, hey, what's with all the heat wave stuff? Has Arizona never seen heat before? She's declaring a heat wave every week. It's it's very hot, but we're fine. We're gonna survive. <laughs> yeah, no, they knew they knew homeless were going to to perish. Um, unfortunately, they tried to get some stations together. I mean, we've had some deaths, but you know that might have that probably would have happened in 108 degrees or 118 degrees. Uh, it's a I, reason I, not to be homeless. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. It's even more proof why these Democrat policies suck so much. Because Phoenix is a terrible area. It used to be nicer. Yeah, and then, I mean, if you want to go hiking in the afternoon in Arizona in the summertime, that's, you know, that's like, you know, the dumb, the dumb motorist law. (laughs) Like, it's, you don't go hiking at 1 p.m. in Arizona. You just, you know, if you're going to go hiking, it's 5 a.m., bring plenty of water. It's really right. that hot in the summers? Oh, yeah. It gets real hot. So my swimming pool has been hotter than my hot tub. Think about that. Chew on that. <laughs> you got a hot tub in Arizona? For the winter. Oh, okay. yeah. True. Well, true. I so, do want to yeah, go let's... back to something that Nick said, which was Paul Boyer was used as a scapegoat. So I was led to believe when I got down there, oh, Paul Boyer, he wasn't there anymore. Um, You know, and Rusty Bowers, he wasn't there anymore. Now, I did know Ben Toma was going to be a Rusty Bowers 2.0, but I thought that I would have a lot more support on election reform. And what I realized very quickly is that Paul Boyer was just a scapegoat. Rusty Bowers, was they were just scapegoats because you could everyone could point the finger at them. But I'm telling you, once again, when I say 90 percent, of the Arizona Republicans should not be holding office again. I'm talking about the Board of Supervisors, I'm talking about the Senate, and I'm talking about the state legislature, the House. We really have to do deep dives on them. Now, I don't want to get into this, but John Thaler's book was picked up by a division of Random House. So whether you guys want to believe it or not, the jury's still out, but that book's going to come out. And what did the Arizona House and Senate pass? They pa- and Katie Hobbs signed. They passed legislation that all of the elected officials and all of the election workers can have their public property deeds redacted from the recorder's office upon request. Hmm. That okay. passed um, in May. In, in, I think it was May 8th of, tw- of this year, Katie Hobbs signed it. So that's going into law. Right now, it's like the judges and like people who are domestically abused, domestic violence victims. They're typically the ones that have their information redacted. 
and the police. Um, but now it's going to be like a whole bunch of people. Yeah, so but anyway, they, you know, their, their justification for that is going to be that, you know, people like Stephen Richer have been the subject of death threats from these crazy conspiracy theorists. And they're just doing it as a protection measure for these people's lives and blah, blah, blah. Correct. Not because yeah. they're guilty or there's anything to see. Uh, you know, it's because they have to protect themselves. But right. You know, that's like, their argument. Yeah. Whenever, I mean, it's it, it reminds me of Mike Pence. You know, I didn't have the authority on January 6th, but right after that, you know, they reformed the Electoral Count Act to make make it say, you know, make it say that the vice president doesn't have the authority to kick it back to the states. Why would you do that unless he did have that authority? You know, why right. would you pass a law to allow these people to redact their information if there's nothing to see here? <laughs> Okay, so this bill about um, redacting all the state legislators and the elected officials, it was in the hopper in January. But do you want to know when they voted on it in the Senate? The first day in session after Jacqueline Berger's presentation. Do you want to know when they voted it on the, on in the House? The day after they expelled me. <laughs> I just have to say that that's so funny. Yes, funny coincidences yeah, all over the place. Laughing. No, it's ironic. It's 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 a knee slapper, Liz. It's yeah. just these people are just so corrupt. It's it's not even funny. That's why I'm not laughing. Vote them out. Vote them out. Yeah. Well, I think that really, you know, because we're 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 going to wrap this up here in a minute. Uh, but this is so important. What you came here to talk about. We have an opportunity right now. We're talking about all these election reform bills, and you know the obstacles in our way. But right now, you have some real power and the opportunity to make your voices heard to the the Arizona GOP and have a hand-counted election in person, one day, one vote at the precinct level, no machines, no mail-in ballots. And that, again, can be used to show these people who tell you it's too expensive, it's not safe, it's not secure, it takes too long, that everything they're saying is total BS and it can be done, it is feasible, it is affordable, and it's safer and more transparent, and you don't have all the scrutiny after the fact. Um, you know, so there's uh, if you if you're coming in late, there's contact information in the description of this live stream for you to contact your elected uh, AZ GOP members and tell them that you know you support this resolution because there's a vote coming up. The deadline's 5 p.m. on Friday. We don't have a lot of time. So those of you that live out there, we really need you to, you know, make your voices heard. You know, you could just send an email. It takes two seconds. I wish I'd have drafted a template for people to just copy and paste. Um, but it's it's so easy. It takes two seconds. And let these people know, because they're so worried about the money is not going to be flowing to the Republican Party, or it's already not. And then we're going to have to pay $10 million for this. And it's just going to hurt the Republicans even more. Well, let them know. If you do the right thing, you know, I pledge to contribute X amount of money to you or, you know, to the GOP, even if you even if you're lying, you know, <laughs> I mean, make no, but seriously, like um, make it known that if if the GOP starts, you know, growing some cojones and doing the right thing once in a while, that the money would be flowing in. They've got it backwards because if that's their concern, we got to, you know, talk to them in their language. And uh, Liz, do you have anything to add to that? No, you did a wonderful job. I just want to say it's been great. I haven't been on a show with either of you for a really long time, so it's great to be back. And I'm going to continue fighting this fight until we have true election reform and we turn this government around, because I think both of you agree. We've got a pretty messed up Biden administration right now. And if we had free and fair elections, we wouldn't be in this position. Now, now, Liz, I, I, I kind of tried to um, deliver the call to action myself, but I think it'd be better because I see somebody in the chat saying, what are we supposed to request? Uh, okay. What are we asking these people? So maybe in your words, what should these people email and say to the AZGOP? Okay, so there's a list. I, I don't, after I was told to publish Paul Boyer's telephone number and I got in all types of trouble for that, I don't ever post phone numbers. So there's a list out there. You might see it on X, Twitter, somewhere. 
uh, where you can actually call all of these people. But what you put below, what I provided to you, was a public article, and it has all of their email addresses. So these are all members of the body of the Arizona GOP, the Arizona Republican Party, who have the um, voting authority coming up in the next 24 to 48 hours to say either yes on this resolution or no. So a yes vote. So what we want to do is we want to email them to please vote yes. And what a yes vote does is it has Arizona Chair Jeff DeWitt tell the state, Secretary of State Adrian Fontes and the governor and all the county recorders, we are going to do this election ourselves. We don't want Dominion running it. Other counties have ESNS. We don't want Dominion. We don't want ESNS. We want the party to run it. We want the people to run it. And we want to have what we consider an alternative election using election reform. It's going to be a test run. So, the, again, the call to action is to write to all those emails below. Even if you're from outside of Arizona and you might want to send in a few dollars to say, yes, we want this. Um Write to those email addresses and just say yes on the Maricopa County resolution to have a hand count of the presidential preference election. I know that sounded like a mouthful, but all you have to do is email them and say, vote yes on the resolution. <laughs> pretty simple, pretty simple stuff. Now, George, uh, do you have anything to add? And, you know, what do you, what do you think that what do, what, what do you think would be the impact if we succeed at this in the long run? Well, um, it sets a precedent. If we're all sitting here screaming about one day, one vote, no machines, then we got to start the wave. So what Liz is doing and fighting for is exactly what I'm doing. And well, not what I'm doing, but what I'm saying I'm fighting for. So, yeah, we're here with you. And great to be back back with Liz Harris and the ginger man. The MAGA ginger. What's what's wrong with you? Why is your hair blonde? But then your beard, what's wrong with you? Genetics, man. My dad has uh, black hair up top, and now he's kind of gray, but he had a red beard and, like, black hair. And my mom's yeah, got yeah. blondish hair, so it's just, a, yeah, it's, you know, a mixed bag of genetics. Just white people look problems. Look at what Delaware's man. producing. Look at what Delaware's producing. Biden yeah. and gingered-haired blonde men. Oh, yeah. Know. Yeah, that's why I had to get out of there, man. But anyways, so we've got our call to action uh, I wanted to make this really short and sweet, but it, we we had a lot to talk about. As Liz said, it's been a long time, and I was just so happy to have you back on because I miss, you know, I still am grieving over the YouTube days. Like, we had such a huge platform to give to the grassroots and all the patriots out there, and I remember, like, the people in New Hampshire saying, if we did a video about the corrupt people out in New Hampshire, their phones and emails would be inundated all day long and so hopefully we can contribute here and get some people mobilized and make a difference uh, as best we can with what we've got. And uh, we'll have to have you back on, especially, you know, if this does go down and we, and we succeed, um, then that has a whole a whole yeah, bunch of... Uh, if this doesn't succeed, though, we ain't talking to Liz for about a year. <laughs> no, because no, we're going to need to know what to do next. All right, so we'll yeah. have Liz on either way. And it's uh, it's happy to have you on here. I'm sure everybody enjoyed it. And uh, so, Liz, uh, where can we find you nowadays? I know you're on Twitter, but let's get your handle and, you know, your platforms. Uh, let's, sure. let's tell people where to find you so they can stay updated. So Facebook, Telegram, and Truth Social. I'm Vote Liz Harris, even though I'm not running for anything. Vote Liz Harris. And my Twitter handle is Liz Harris MBA. So... Liz Harris, MBA. And you guys, a lot of you probably already follow George, but go ahead and plug your stuff too. No, no, you already said it. A lot of them already follow me. Be hizzy, be hizzy on Rumble, be hizzy tweets. You know, you know, you know how to find this guy. And of course, if you're new to this channel, I saw we got on the Rumble front page. So be sure to subscribe, click that like button, uh, turn on your notifications so you never miss a video. Anyways, thanks for watching, and I will see you next time. Great. Thank you.
When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new e-books titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare Flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.